0: Show Me the Science, with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, Luke O'Neill here, and welcome to my Show Me the Science podcast. As the name suggests, I'm going to show you the science. Well, first of all, the science is shown to me, and then I show it to you, and it's all about how great science is. I am in top form at this one, because you know what we're talking about? The science of laughter. Now, Owen, he's always here, you know, he will now add some laughter tracks, I hope, and maybe the laughter will help you laugh as well. And even though the science of laughter sounds like a bit of a a a flippant thing, it's a very interesting thing. Why do we humans laugh? How do we laugh? What do we laugh at? And I've discussed this before in a couple of podcasts, I guess, I touched on it. Very interesting. And this week, I've come across a very interesting study on the way we laugh. Now, the bottom line, I'm a great man for the bottom line, as you probably all know, which we're going to head towards is infants and babies laugh in a different way to adults. Now, how about that? And in fact, up to the age of two, when you hear a baby laughing, the way they're laughing is in a different way to adults. Now, what the hell does that mean? I can hear you laughing already with this very strange fact. We don't know. It's just an observation. And again, you know, often science is just about watching something and observing something and then measuring it and then describing it and then wondering what does that mean. Um, The other thing they've found is, to give you another little sneak preview, the way infants and babies laugh is a bit like chimpanzees. (laughs) Now there's the thing for you. So maybe it's... um, Kind of an ancestral thing that uh, eventually we evolved, and then we begin to change. Uh, and as we grow up, we begin to laugh more like humans, and different to chimpanzees is what they found. Now, again, you'd wonder, would scientists not work on something more serious, like trying to crack cancer or whatever? But yet, the psychology of laughter is really important, and there is a serious side because lack of laughter, the wrong kinds of laughter. Is a sign of depression and various, uh, you know, various issues like that So again, it's, a, it's got a serious side as well But I'm not going to touch on the seriousness too much today Now, we start with the question What the hell is laughter for? Well, study after study Has shown that the main function of laughter Is to do with social bonding Now we humans are very sociable creatures and we like to hang out together and when you laugh with someone else it's a sign to say we're friends and let's hang out together and form this sort of tribal thing I guess and study after study has confirmed this. It turns out that when you laugh you rarely are laughing because of a joke and one of my favourite studies on this was uh, there was a shopping mall and they fit. They, people have to get permission for this, obviously. They filmed the shopping mall over the course of a few weeks and they measured when people laughed. And 85% of laughter wasn't to do with someone laughing at a joke. You'd meet your friend, you'd say something, you might laugh and smile, your friend might laugh, and it's a bonding thing, you're together, you know. And, and that's the function of that particular kind of laughter. So, so that's, a, that's an important aspect. Uh, the second thing they, they've um, studied in this is tickling. Now get ready for this. Very few creatures respond uh, when you tickle them and start laughing. Now, guess what creatures do? We humans, if I tickle someone, they'll start to laugh. Uh, Apes, you can tickle apes, don't do it. Uh, Be careful if you do it. And the apes, uh, most apes, will start to laugh as well. So what's happening there? Well, we don't really know. Uh, It's partly a threat because obviously if you tickle someone you're invading their personal space and so on Not a huge trap, but still it's disturbing for people And maybe they laugh to, to get you to lay off with the tickling Because I'm a friend, leave me alone, that might be one reason for it There's one more animal, and the only other animal they've found That responds to tickling are rats Now again, you've got to wonder what these scientists were doing They were going from species to species Oh let's see, it's a bit like a Gary Larson cartoon I don't know any fans of Gary Larson You know, and they went through apes, yes Mice know, cats know, rats yes. And they tick the box and rats chuckle away. They make these strange chirping noises when you tickle them. So it's very strange that uh, that rats laugh as well. So tickling has been studied as a way to look at uh, laughter. Now, but remember, that's just a strange quirk. And that type of laughter is different. Now there are, guess what, different types of laughter. The one that's most important is the belly laugh. If your stomach starts to vibrate... And, and you know when you go belly laugh That's the really beneficial type of laughter And that means you're really relaxed You might find something really, really funny in there For your belly starts to vibrate And off you go, you know If the laughter doesn't involve the belly laugh It's not a real laugh In fact, it's kind of a fake laugh in some ways And it's, again, it's more to do with signal, I suppose Than enjoying yourself And um, so, so when they, these sorts of experiments When they do, they often strap a monitor around the abdomen and measure the vibration of the uh, the monitor and then oh that's a belly laugh you know now again the evidence it's social and it's all to do with uh, social bonding and so on is you are 30 times more likely to laugh in a social setting than if you're on your own right now this is obvious in a way because maybe someone's telling you a joke but a good example is if you watch comedy and I guess you've all probably seen this here if you're watching a comedian on your telly at home on the TV or on your your smartphone, you rarely laugh, right? If you're in a theatre with the same comedian, and this is where the evidence has come from, you're 30 times more likely to laugh if it's live. Hence, go and see a comedian. And uh, let's give a shout out to all the comedians who've been out of work for because of COVID for so long. So very, very sociable. I've often said this, actually, if you go to see your GP they should prescribe two tickets to see Dar O'Brien and, and you'll benefit from that, you know. So it's very social. We're a group of people together and we all start laughing, you know. And the other thing that's been, been really well documented, and I would guess so, we, we've all experienced this, it's very contagious. One person starts laughing, the next person starts to laugh and suddenly the whole room is laughing. And again, they call that a social glue. So we're all being glued together, not literally, of course, but we're bonding through all this laughter. Now, but let me get on to the, uh, the young people, versus uh, the, the infants versus older people. Now, what they've lo- noticed here is, first of all, young infants laugh an awful lot. And if you want to measure the rate of laughter per unit time, and again, scientists have done this, babies and infants up to the age of two or so laugh a huge amount. Now, wait till you hear this. Uh, in 20 minutes, a little baby does as much laughter as an adult does in a whole day. Isn't that incredible? Now you might say oh we're beating down us aren't we? And Not much to laugh about is there? Little baby laughing away and chuckling and all the rest of it. So so babies do an awful lot of laughing and again we think it's bonding. They're obviously bonding with the parents in a way and laughing and you know we love a little laughing baby don't we? So, so it could be to do with uh, uh, drawing us in basically that, that'd be evolution wouldn't it? To make us you know very happy to be with our baby if we're a parent and even if we're not you know it's wonderful to have a baby chuck- chuckling away is the way to think of it but when they measured this whole laughing in, in infants business, guess what? There was two types. There was the breathing out laughter and the breathing in. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if adults mainly breathe out as they laugh, you will go, ho, ho, ho. That's me laughing, by the way. Or ha, ha, ha. I'm breathing out. And they go, ha, 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 ha. That's in and out, you know. Now, it turns out babies are in and out laughter. If you like. Us adults, it's just out with the ha, ha, ha Now, this is the type of laughter that chimpanzees do. It's called egressive and ingressive laughter. You can't beat scientists for using fancy words for things, you know. So why do babies do it this way, in and out? Now, there's two reasons, first of all. Uh, One is their vocal tract tract. Is, is built in such a way to allow for egressive and ingressive laughter. And the vocal tract of a baby resembles a chimpanzee. As you get older, your vocal tract changes. It's less easy to do breathing-in laughter, simply because of the physical shape of your vocal tract. That's one reason to do it. Um, the second is they stop doing the, the breathing-in laughter because they realise it isn't as effective, maybe and if you're breathing in as you laugh it sounds less pleasant so maybe as they get older they realise hang on a minute the breathing in laughter isn't having the same effect as breathing out and maybe they stop doing that and start doing the breathing out laughter that's another aspect to this we think the vocal tract though must be very much an important part of it maybe evolution realised this as well and made the laughter more optimal As the infant began to grow into a child And the breathing out laughter Was much more attractive So that's a very very strange thing isn't it But there you have it Uh, The breathing out and breathing in For infants Breathing out laughter for adults And we'd like to know why that is Now how do we know it's beneficial Well again There's some great studies on this Uh, There's a part of your brain Called the ventromedial cortex That lights up when we laugh And again they've stuck people in MRI machines and got them to laugh, which, can you imagine, would put people off, but it doesn't. Uh, that lights up. And guess what? That gives rise to an endorphin rush. And that was connected to that part of the brain. So it's a feel-good factor, isn't it? When we laugh, we feel a bit better basically and our mood improves and then if we're in a tribe altogether the whole mood of the whole room improves doesn't it during a, a comedian performing so again there's real physical things happening that make this beneficial and again you could see how evolution would, would want this to happen to help us sustain ourselves you know and evolution would select out for laughter as a result because of its beneficial effects more seriously i guess apart from your mood improving it's good for your heart And the more you laugh, the lower the risk of heart disease. Now, again, I love this. This has been studied over decades in people. And they noticed that the more laughter you had, you were 40% less chance of a heart attack. Isn't that incredible? Now, the trouble with those studies is there could be confounding variables. You know, those who laugh, maybe they've got a better diet. Maybe they exercise more. There could be other reasons for it. But certainly laughter is tied into heart disease and one very sort of scientifically important thing on this is i think all nitric oxide goes up in your blood when you laugh nitric oxide is a natural vasodilator lets the blood flow let your love flow let your blood flow through your heart so again good evidence that heart that laughter is good for your heart you know and before i get onto the bottom line for you in the end it's also good for your immune system inevitably and there's loads of studies showing that uh, T-cells, natural killer cells, are all boosted by laughter. So it's very good for your immune system as well. Now, of course, psychologists have wondered what the purpose of it is. Freud uh, thought it was a release of psychic energy. You know, oh, you release this energy and that's good for you. Nietzsche, the guy that every teenager loves, called it, it was evidence of existential loneliness, laughter. Now, what's wrong with Nietzsche when you worry Never laughed in his life. No, maybe he did. Apparently, he was, he was quite a witty guy. So, we don't know. The psychologists still speculate is it existential loneliness and you're sending out a signal to make friends, or is it a release of psychic energy? Whatever it is, it's good for you. Let's put it that way. And one other thing before I get to my last little piece of information for you, because it's relentless. Um, you shed tears when you laugh. And we all know that. A good laugh, you start crying, don't you? And that's a wonderful feeling. And again, there's some evidence and we discussed the science of tears before. You're releasing maybe certain endogenous chemicals that make you feel stressed and they go down in your body. Now again, bit of a ropey piece of evidence around that. But still, there must be maybe something in your tears that you're releasing. So overall, the laughter is very good for you. Uh, Now finally, and let me tell you this, guess what's coming up very soon? World Laughter Day everybody please have a good laugh on World Laughter Day and uh, the other thing I I, I came across that was there's a type of yoga called laughter yoga now I've looked at this on, on YouTube it is absolutely hilarious if you want to have a good laugh watch people doing yoga and laughing at the same time and again you can imagine how you know the yoga instructor millennia ago said let's laugh while we do yoga it'll really make you feel better so if you want a really good uh, sort of activity to help your health uh, take up laughter yoga is my advice and have a damn good laugh on World Laugh Today because you know what? It's very, very good for you either uh, through breathing in or breathing out if you're a baby or when you're an adult. The ho, 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 ha, ha, ha. Really good for your heart. Really good for your immune system and for your overall sense of well-being. So there you have it. The science of laughter. Who would have thought it would be so funny? Uh, thank you all for listening and I hope you enjoyed that. And never forget, my podcast is available every Thursday for downloading and wherever you get your podcasts. And it's a News Talk production. Thanks for listening.